What is up, everyone? Welcome to a bonus episode of Combos Court, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combos Court. Today's show is segments from In the Paint Podcast with Danny R. Test. Always great chopping it up with my former teammate, Danny, and we got to record it, make a podcast out of it. His first podcast on his platform, and I'm glad I could share it with Combo Nation, man. Go subscribe to In the Paint with Danny Artest on Anchor or Spotify. You know you could follow me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Enjoy the show. Let's get into it. Welcome to In the Paint with Daniel Artest. I am your host, Daniel Artest, and I'm here with a special guest tonight, my boy Sal, aka 12combo, Combo Podcast. Point guard, Westchester Community College. <laughs> played over, played overseas for like ten years. Yes, sir. And now he, you know, he's he's a father now. Congratulations, yes, welcome to fatherhood. And thank, thank you, you for joining me on this podcast, brother. Oh, anytime, anytime. It's my yeah, pleasure, definitely. man. Definitely glad to have you as my first guest. My brother's not even my first guest. That's great. Well, I'm your I'm your brother too. Yeah, you are my brother. Way. Yeah, you're my brother in a different way. Yeah. But so, shouts um, to Ron. No shouts to Ron. <laughs> yeah, shout out. Yeah, shout out to Ron, man. You know, I'll me and his birthday next Wednesday. So hey. you know, hopefully I get to see him. He's turning 40. I'll be 37. Wow. Time flies, brother. Yeah, I remember Danny when he was, I'd say 20. Yeah. 20. Yeah. That was the that was the Danny getting up and down really fast in transition and just throwing it down. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. We were we were actually out in uh in uh, Utah together and Vegas. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Vegas and Utah. Yep. It was fun times, man, you know? That was fun. That was fun. Yep. I was definitely playing point guard, and you were definitely getting up and down, dunking it, throwing it down crazy. I remember that, man. That was I mean, fun times. I always told people I was just like 10 inches less on a vertical, but definitely That's a, the same type of player. Definitely. The feet <laughs> the were moving for your size ridiculously. No question. Yeah. No question. I think what made me different from a lot of players was that I wasn't a, I wasn't afraid of my height being six three and playing center. You, you were know, you, I, thought, I think you had a few one more inch than six three. I'd say you were six nah, four and a half six. Yeah, with shoes on, I'm six three, bro. Yeah, that's what they're judging them now in the league, right? Yeah, I go by that. <laughs> I go by that. I okay. like that though. I go by that because you know how it was. You know, it's, it's fun going up against guys taller than you, and then you make them look bad. That's true. Well, you used to get. <laughs> you know what? You used to get. Uh, like use your center of gravity, hit their chest, pump fake, go up, and then exactly. even before that, it was in transition too and mid range jumpers. I remember it exactly. all, man. Come on, I'm, I'm analyzing out here. I'm combo from combos court. Come on, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Facts, facts, <laughs> facts. All right, let's get into it though, man. Today, basically, what we're going to talk about is I want to I want to give Dwight Howard some love. You know, okay, how he he's been playing so good with the Lakers. You know, his stat line really hasn't been too impressive. You know, he's averaging right. like seven, seven points, eight rebounds, two blocks in 21 minutes. But it's the stuff that he's doing, you know, that's impacting the game. You know, the stuff that don't that don't show in the stat sheet. A hundred percent. I was just thinking that today, to be honest. I was like the, the screens, the way he's turning on the screens, the way he's doing like little veteran moves, like all that stuff adds up, man. Yeah, he he looks like the old Dwight Howard, but just just a, a smaller sample version of of young Dwight. He looks happy. He's healthy. I- I'm just happy that he's playing at a high level again. Definitely. No, I agree. He's uh, he's mo- you know what's funny? He's like a lot thinner though back when then when he was in his prime, or or you know Bill Simmons called him. Um, it was funny. I was listening to Bill Simmons podcast. He called him the the yoga vegan 
Dwight Howard. <laughs> that's, <laughs> no, hilarious. that's hilarious. Yo, Bill, some shout out to Bill Simmons. I'm a big fan of his podcast as well. Yeah, yeah, big he's fan. great. He's great for sure. Big fan of his podcast, but yeah, you know, he um Dwight. He definitely looks more happier. You can just see it on his face. You can see it in his play. That that one sequence in the fourth quarter when he had to be switched out on Kobe White, sliding his feet, and then got the big block on, on him. That was, I was like, yup, that's Orlando Dwight right there. And I, I, I personally think he needs to start now. Well, I mean, that energy off the bench has been good, though, right? Yes, yes. Of course, his energy definitely is, is good off the bench. Uh, man, let me ask you a question. You think... You think that he should be in the like so far running for six men of uh, um, six men of the year? Oh, definitely early candidate for sure. Yeah, I think so too because of what he do, man. His impact is is crazy, man. But you know? I think Harold's coming off the bench too, right? Who's that? Harold from um from the yeah. Clippers. But he don't he don't play no D though. Like the Clippers, they they're good. Like when especially once Kawhi and Paul George play, you know, um, together full time, they're going to be great. On the, on the defensive end from their starters. But I think once they're both out the game, their defense slips a lot. Yeah. Do you th- – okay, offensively, who's better, Dwight or Harold? That's a good question. I'm going to say – I'm going to say – I'm going to say Harold. He got some floaters now. He got some junk in his game now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been, he been, um, he been, he been working on some. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah. But I would say I would say if Dwight Howard had a bigger role, I think Dwight Howard could put up the same numbers. Especially, you know, yeah. the rebounding numbers is going to be great. Yeah. I think last year, even though everybody was saying he was washed, he had like a 30-30 game, right? Yeah, he had a 30-30 game. Yeah. Yep, just March of 2000, April of 2018, actually. That's crazy, so I, yeah. I never considered Dwight Howard washed. Yeah. He just had this – he just had this back injury that been bothering him since he played on the Lakers with Ron. You yeah, know, I think um, I think like the average or the general fan, however you want to call it, they're quick to call people washed before they get washed for some reason. Like I, they like saying that, like they like it. I don't know. They like ready to move on to the next phase. I maybe because yeah. it's like the social media era where everything's quick, quick, quick. Oh, let's just call him washed after we see one game. You know what I mean? It's just false yeah, I narratives. Agree. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. de- it's definitely it's definitely false narratives. A lot of people don't like Dwight Howard because of his off the court stuff or whatever that that leaks into that leaks into the public. That's what a lot of people have a bad um a, a bad yeah perception of Dwight. But I, I I've met him. I've known him personally and stuff. He, I think he's a he's definitely a cool brother to to um to be around. I, I don't understand all the slander that he be getting or whatever. You know. I guess maybe he's just like he's in his own lane, and he don't maybe he don't yeah. mess with people. I I don't know. I don't know him personally it's, like you, but that's the feeling I get. You know, no, nah, that's the wrong feeling. He does. He's very out there. Like he, he's very joyful dude. I just think that whatever happened with his private life came into public, and then all these people on social media they just want to you know. Yeah, but nobody throw, ever nobody ever looked at Dwight Howard if it's true or not as like a crazy team guy or something. You know, they yeah. they always kind of looked at him like like they made the narrative like he's like a loner. You know, from the outside looking in. Yeah, I, I, I don't think he was a loner. Yeah. I just think that he he um he was with his peoples, and you know, but he he was always a cool dude to me. Yeah, you know, he she showed me a lot. He showed me a lot of love. I I enjoy watching him play, and you know, he was hurt that year when he played with the Lakers, average seventeen, twelve, and two. You know, on yeah. a hurt, on a hurt back. I remember I seen a picture. Ron showed me a picture of his back surgery when he was in Orlando when he had that back surgery. It was like a five foot long string of fat that they pulled off his spine. Oh, my God. Crazy. Jesus Christ. How did yeah. that happen? He, like, how, that's crazy. <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, he played with that herniated, herniated, herniated disc. 
all, yeah. all that season. And he did that. I, I think a lot of people should have respect that part of him wanting to play. You know how the pressure of his playing in L.A. So he played to appease the, these fans and then the first go around threw dirt on him. So yeah, I'm glad and, that he's playing well. Injuries are always tough to like analyze because you never know how how one player deals with pain. You know, we never know how much he's actually hurt. We never know if it's like debilitating, like because we can't actually feel their pain. We're just watching them exactly. play. So you know how it is, though. Once you're on the court, I mean, there's no excuses. It just is what yeah. it is. Like I mean, the fans aren't going to give you an excuse, and if you got to produce, you got to produce. Exactly. Once you shoot up, you, once you're on the lines, you, yeah, it goes out the window. Yeah, you can't, for sure. You can't really, you can't really, you know, um, you know, complain. That's about why it. I respect Kawhi. I used to, I used to want to, I like, I used to be like that. Like, if I'm not a hundred, or even if I'm like seventy, I'd rather rest. I remember I was overseas and I was like seventy. Actually, my thumb was hanging off my hand. They tried. They forced me to play. Like they basically forced me to play. Like I didn't want to play because I just wanted to get back to a hundred. Because I know you're gonna expect a lot once I'm on the court. So I wanted to make sure I was a hundred. Like that was my mindset, you know. Unless yeah, it was like, a, unless it was like a playoff game, then you play no matter what. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yo. We're gonna we're gonna definitely get into um, Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, you know, later on. Load in management. We, Load yeah, management. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna definitely. <laughs> We're going to definitely get into to this. I want to talk about LeBron James, though, too, as well. You know what I mean? Definitely. Third triple-double in a row, leading the league in assists. LeBron, you know, putting the effort on defense now. Like, he's having – it's funny, just 10% of the season has gone by. But we we know what LeBron is capable of doing. And I just think that that extra rest from not making the playoffs and then just resting his body, getting his body back, I think this man is on a mission right now. Yeah, I, I said it. I told Combo Nation. I told uh, actually Clips was on my podcast. You know Clips, man. Yeah, shout out to Clips. Yeah, we don't do a podcast. We never did a podcast. We talked for two hours and didn't record it. Oh my <laughs> God, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, Clips is my guy, man. He yeah. got some good footage of me playing at Venice Beach. Clips is the man, and actually I did a podcast with him, episode eighty nine, and I said LeBron James is going to come back with a vengeance, and that was in August. So I agree, man, and and that's what he's doing. It was after that that one performance opening day. He was uninspired. He, yeah. he had a he had a nineteen nine and eight uninspired performance or whatever versus um versus the Clippers. But then after that, he just been on. He just been dominant, man. He just been dominant for sure, for sure. Agreed, agreed. Yeah, he just he he he's definitely on the mission. I mean, he's right the best now. player in the NBA. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. Like I understand, everybody like what Kawhi does. Everybody like what Greek Freak does. Everybody like yeah. what Kevin Durant's doing. But come on, man, really. No, yeah, I mean, LeBron's on a different level, the way he uplifts. Like, nobody could do more with less than LeBron. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You give anybody else those teams LeBron had, they would want to be traded, ask for a trade already. For sure, for and sure. That's the, and that's a fact. And it's, and it's funny because, you know, Greek Freak, I kind of like I, – I wouldn't say I was hard on him, but I wasn't as high on him as everybody else when everybody was hyping him and said he was the best player in the league. And now he's actually gotten better, and there's less, yeah. hype, and there's less hype around him. It's, it's yo Greek freak man. <laughs> What's going? I don't he's, understand. Like they want to hype him like he's the best player in the league, and now he actually became a better passer. He actually yeah. got his jump shot up a little bit, and nobody's talking about him on that level. Like it's, it's funny. funny. Like <laughs> it's funny that I thought that he couldn't get no better than than last year. And he yeah, got I agree. Because I always I always think a vision is something that's kind of innate, that it's very yeah. hard to get better as a passer, you know, and just reads and stuff like that. So yeah. that's impressive. That I've been seeing his feel for the game has improved. He's not he's not on Kawhi or LeBron's level, but he's improving. What separates him and Kawhi? Because I think he's better than Kawhi, but a lot of people don't think that. I, I want to know what's the difference. I, I know the difference, but I want to hear yeah. I want to hear you say the difference between them two. Shooting efficiency. Okay. Okay. What did you? I mean, that's that's big time. When especially think, in the play, especially in the playoffs, think, and also and one other thing, look, Kawhi could score on three levels. 
He yes, could he score can, he in can. the paint. He could score yes, mid-range. He could yes. score threes. Giannis can only score on one level. Makes it a little bit easier to read and and uh, make defensive game plans for. When you could score three levels, it's hard to game plan for you. I think Giannis, he needs to add in that stop and pop game. All right, Definitely. yeah, they want, they want him to shoot the three. I want to see him get a move, like make a move, get to the spot that he want to get to and pull up, whether it's from 10 feet, 15 feet away, you know, one of those type of moves. You know what I mean? Get, get a fadeaway jump shot. He, he will be, it will be over, he will be unstoppable if he gets that down. The three-point, the three-point, you know, game, that's cool. You know what I mean? That would take more and more years and years to, 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 um, for him to improve as a shooter because I think what it took LeBron, like what, nine, ten years to, to really get his three-point game going? Yeah, well, so, LeBron uh, came. LeBron came in as a better shooter than Giannis. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he but did. um, you, no, I, and I agree with you. Once he and once he gets that mid-range game, they're gonna step up, and it's gonna make that stride he has even better, like even more effective, because they're gonna have to raise up on him a little bit. You know, keep him honest. And, yeah, uh, and he's gonna be able to get right by people, and it's gonna create spacing for his already improved vision and just getting to the rim. Yeah, he's he's a wonderful player to watch, man. He's like a he's like a souped up Kevin Garnett, man. He's 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 incredible, man. He's a different. We never really seen anything like him. I don't think we never like this. This is funny because remember back in the day, you know, Michael Jordan came in. He's like a once in a generation talent. Then after him, it was Shaq as a one in a generation talent. Yes. Then it's Kobe, a once in a generation talent. Then you know, LeBron came a couple of years after Kobe. They have five. We have what? Who we have? LeBron, Kawhi. I mean, I, I'm not going to consider Kawhi. Once yeah, I don't, I don't even consider, I consider him consider that, that yet. Yeah, I don't consider him that yet either. LeBron, Giannis, and um, Ben Simmons. Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Yeah. We have about five or six once-in-a-generation talents in one era right now. Well, I mean, just everybody's getting better. Yeah. everybody's getting. Every generation gets better, man. Every generation is getting better. Every generation is getting better. <laughs> Speaking of Kawhi and Giannis, let's talk about the game yesterday. The um, Bucks beating the Clippers, right? From 129, 124. You know, Freak had 38, 16, and nine. Kawhi sat out because of, you know, low management. His second low management reason in eight games. <laughs> yeah. I want to know, like, because, you know, they played, they played tonight against um, Portland, the Clippers. So I want to know why they didn't just let Kawhi play last night against, against Milwaukee and then let him play tonight. I mean, sit him out. I mean, no, let him play last night, then sit him out tonight versus Portland on TNT, you know? What yeah. do you think about that? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, national TV games, he probably should play. Yeah. You know, but, I mean, this load management thing, the Clippers knew what they were going to get when they signed him. I mean, yeah. he's been doing this, and he's got this whole thing. You know, this all originated from Pop. I mean, Pop was the first guy really doing this with all his players, and uh, I guess Kawhi just kept that ideology. Yeah, exactly. I'm a fan of low management games. Oh, I mean, it, it makes your team better in the long run. It makes you better in the long run. I remember yeah. when I was playing myself and I would take the, the practice off before a game. I would feel yeah. so good for the game. I didn't really want to practice the day before the game. Like, I would love to do all my work early, you know, because it was one game a week. And I remember taking that day off before just like, man, your legs feel so good the next day. So rest is so important and it just makes you better in the long run and it could even extend your career. I agree, yeah. and you know how to you know how to end low management though. How all oh, prorate the, the the salary? No, stop playing a thousand games every summer when you're a kid. <laughs> Save yeah. your body. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you got to think about it. it. It all starts when we're young. You know, we play AAU games. They, we we have a lot of energy because we're young, but we're not we're not realizing how much wear and tear we're putting on our bodies. Yeah. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question, Danny. Yeah. So yeah. 
this is how you improve as a basketball player. You have to work on skill development. You yes. obviously have to play basketball. You yes. obviously have to get in the strength and conditioning. Yes. So what do you think the youth these days are doing too much of and should be doing more of? Eating more sugar. They need to be eating less sugar. They need to be eating more <laughs> fruits and vegetables, honestly, man. The diet all matters, man. I'm telling you. Definitely, all, definitely. It all ties into everything at the end of the day. Yeah. It if you start that early, in. you got a tremendous advantage for sure. Yeah. Listen, my son is like basically a vegan right now, man. My youngest. <laughs> like, he like, he'd be like, Daddy, I want to eat broccoli. He'd be crying if I don't give him broccoli or any type of vegetables. Does you he have a saying? passion? Does he have a passion for the game? Yeah, he likes playing basketball. Okay. But whatever, whatever he could pick up and throw. And, and, and if it lands somewhere, I'd be like, good shot. Everything is a shot for him, man. <laughs> it's <laughs> not that. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, man, for sure. But Kawhi with this low management thing. Listen, I feel like Kawhi, what he's doing, he's smart about it. I feel like he 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 does it because these owners, you know, once you're washed out injury wise, and these owners' eyes, you're done. You know what I'm saying? So he's going to preserve his career on his own terms. I respect it a lot. I wish I <laughs> wish more players would do it or shorten the games and still do low low management when you shorten the games anyway. No, I agree. I agree. You know what's funny? You know what I want to hear that conversation that he had with the Clippers, like saying that he's not going to play every game. I just want to know how that conversation went. Listen, he Kawhi Leonard, he just came off a championship, right? You know what I'm saying? Finals MVP. Listen, he can say whatever he wants. No, I know, but you know Kawhi's personality, so I just wanted to see how that conversation went. I wouldn't be surprised if if, if the Clippers, you know, brought that into the conversation. Like, hey, you can right. do this. Right, right, right. You got, you got, it's all about the championships now. It's not about national TV games and whatever, trying to please these fans and stuff. You know what I mean? That's that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But it's about, if you, you're trying to contend for a title, man, that's what your focus is on, you know what I'm saying? So it's all about April, May, and June, man. You know? Yeah, but when the when the TV ratings go down because because star players aren't playing and they negotiate that next deal, it could hurt money. Yeah, it could it could hurt money. Yes, definitely. Yeah. I think Kawhi should have played yesterday though. Uh yeah, definitely. I, I, like TV, national TV games, like everybody's watching. You know, I, I want to ask you a, a two part question between LeBron okay. and, LeBron and Kawhi. So what if you know LeBron wins this this title this this year? Third, third title with a third with three different teams. Even though he played with, you know, he played with. You got the title with Cleveland and title with Miami. Then if you get a title with the Lakers, and then what about Kawhi? If he gets a um a third title this year with with, with the Clippers, what would Kawhi like? What, what what ranking would Kawhi be on the goat status and LeBron standing on the goat status? Well, I mean, LeBron to me, LeBron is top two player of all time. Uh, I mean, would you don't have him there? I have him there. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd, I'd give Kawhi a top 10. And it, it also depends how he did it, too. Like, if he if he scales back a little bit and Paul George takes over, all championships aren't created equal. Yeah. So we have to see how it goes as well. But, I mean, that definitely helps us, helps his cause, of those all-time rankings. Yeah, I think Kawhi is a top 10 right now. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he's a top 10 right really? now. Really? He, he, he's so good, man. He just, he just... I mean, I can't, I can't put him above Kevin Durant. As a basketball player, Dude, Durant top ten too right now. What you mean? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean we gotta we could go through it. It's gonna be tough though to put Kawhi and KD in the top ten. Both oh, man. of them. I just love Kawhi game, man. I, no, like I love his, his game. I just I like how he got too. better every single year, man. Like that. Yeah, you can tell who's putting in the work and who's who's not working, man. You can tell. You can oh, tell. He's working. He's, he's working. working. Yeah. He's working, man. He's working. Um. Also, I want to get to about James Harden, man. You know, James Harden. He's he's having a weird season. You know, he's he's shooting worse, but his his numbers is up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, he, he's a he's a different type of player, man. 
Honestly, yeah. he's, he's a different type a lot, of player. A lot of guys that have been on my podcast aren't aren't the biggest fan of his game. And uh, I think a lot of people share that sentiment. The one thing I'll say, though, him and I'd say Kyrie have changed the game of basketball forever. Yes. In terms of guard play. I think every guard has a little bit of all these dynamic guards that are coming to the league have a little bit of Kyrie and have a little bit of James Harden in them. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of players should want to be played more like Kyrie than James Harden. Though I like James Harden's game, and I don't have an issue with how he plays. Like, yeah, he gets to he's getting to the line at Wilt Chamberlain like numbers right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, 16, 16 times a game he's getting to the foul line. So he's yeah, it's yeah. unorthodox how he plays, but is it, is working. He's selling these guys on on fouling him. You know what I'm saying? He wants you soon as you put you try to reach for that ball, he'll put it out there. Soon as you try to reach for that ball, he'd make a move like make you slap his arm. Yeah, like, I, I don't I don't have an issue with it. The step backs is always a travel to me. That's the, I think that's the only issue I have with his game is the step backs. Like he does a but can you really have an issue with it if the referees is not calling it? Well, I think aren't they trying to try and call more travels? Or they're not yeah, really? they, they, I mean it's the NBA, they're not gonna really call it like that. I mean, look, the fans and no matter what they it, say about the travel, they rather let the travels go and see scoring, you know. Yeah, they no matter what they score. think is going on, they want to see scoring. Yeah, so they need to put the Elam ending in these NBA games. Man, I'm ready for it. Yeah, man. Every game ends on a bucket. Every game ends <laughs> on a bucket. Keeps the game going, too. Keeps the game at pace. I like that new offensive rebounding rule with the shot clock. You know what? They, they, they should put it in the D-League. They should try it in the D-League, the Elam ending. Why not? I think they will. I think they will. Yeah. They're trying everything in the G-League or whatever. D-League, G-League, I don't know what it, what it, yeah. what it is. Yeah, they should put the four-point shot in there. Yeah, right. <laughs> just make it like the just bring the ABA back and put it and put it down there. Yeah, the talent level is getting better too in the D League. Yeah, it is. It is because they they're paying yeah. more money and stuff. Yeah, for they're sure. paying more money. I think the the G League needs to move up to about half a million dollar contracts though. That would be great. I would love to see that. Yeah, like even, I, the only thing is, is they're not generating money from tickets, yeah, and TV and TV deals. But I mean, I would love to see those guys make a lot of money. It would keep some of those guys who go overseas in in the exactly. states, and, and exactly. a lot of people want to be in the states, you know. Exactly. Yeah, like a lot of my favorite players play in overseas. I got um, this dude named David Logan from Indianapolis, the best shooter I've ever seen, man. This dude can, is just a knockdown three point shooter, man. And like you know, he's playing overseas. I think he has NBA game. I think that he needs a shot in the league, but he makes so much damn bread over there. He ain't coming back. I think. I think he's the highest paid player over there, or like one of the fewest shoe deals that's over there. Oh, that's in, in crazy! Europe. What, what yeah, league is he? What, what, what uh, team um, is he on? Or league? I forgot. What, I forgot what team. I forgot what team. The last time I've, I've heard he was playing, I know he played against um Ron and when Ron was in Spain. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, was like a couple years. Was ago. Was Ron playing Euro League, or was it just a t- team in Spain? Um, they almost made the Euro League. All you got to do is just keep winning, though. You know how that Euro League thing yeah, is. Yeah, All you got to yeah. do is keep winning and stuff, and you get there. But they was almost there. I forgot Ron played in Spain. Yeah, yeah, he had fun. He had fun. Yeah. And then they got um my boy um Darius Adams also from Indianapolis. He played in China. He I think Darius he won MVP in China last year. In the you know, in the top um, league? Yeah, in the top league in China, yeah. Wow. That's you know, he's, he's a, getting he's, big he's shekels. A, yeah, he's getting big yeah, he's getting big shekels. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Kudos to him. I, I would like to see them, you know, come, you know, play in the states. But you know, like, like I said, you know, the finances. Yeah, I mean, right. also, would they rather be the star and over there and make more money or make less money here and be on the bench? I mean, you, but the, yeah, the thing is, though, you if you get the opportunity and you play well, you can get real, real big money. You know, real it's, quick. It, yes. Yeah. So real, it just real depends. Quick. It depends on how much being in the NBA means to you. 
you know? Yeah. Yeah. Some people, some people just don't like to better themselves, I guess, you know, some people, but then some people just taking that, you know, when they throwing millions of dollars at you to play overseas yeah. too as well, like you got, you got to take that, man. Definitely. You know I mean, especially for people with families, like they don't want to take that risk of being put in the D league or something, you know? Then you don't play. Yeah, exactly. Then you don't play a year overseas. Then it's kind of like starting over overseas. They're like, "Oh, you didn't play last year, though." You know, it's the whole thing is crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, what you think about um Kendrick Nunn? What's play on Miami? He on Miami. Oh yeah, so... yeah, yeah. I have seen Miami play. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like him. Yeah, I mean, but everybody hero. Everybody talk about him is everybody talk about Kendrick Nunn like he's just this unknown rookie that just came out of nowhere. They just realized they forgot that he went to Illinois. But he had to leave Illinois because of some personal issues or whatever he had, you know what I'm saying? So he had to go to a smaller school. And then, you know, he killed there. He went to Oakland, the University of Oakland or whatever. He was like second in the nation in scoring. And um, he, you know, had to go, you know, through his grind. Definitely. Now, and, then, and I heard I heard from a really good source that um, <laughs> that Tyler Hero is like a gym rat. Like he's in the gym all day. Like they can't get him out the gym. <clears throat> oh, you can tell. Yeah. <laughs> You could tell the way that how, yeah. how that boy how that boy shoot, yeah. How that boy shoot, man. He hey he in Miami got a nice little future, man. Yeah, definitely. And nice Jimmy Butler's future. there. I mean, and, and yeah. he, fit, he fits that. He fits the way they are because they're so professional. They take every practice seriously. They you know they're big on body fat percentage. Every Monday, I'm, every Monday body fat check. Every Monday. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. If you don't come in with the right body fat, you're going home. You're going home, yeah. That's... So what, what what would they have done with Zion? So I want to know. Zion's not out of shape. He's not fat, man. He's a big dude, man. Like, Wait, don't bro. Understand. You don't think you think he would make his body fat percentages? They oh, I, oh man. Nah, Do you think they get a pass? You think they get a pass for some players? Like you think LeBron got a pass? Shaq, not LeBron. Shaq. You think Shaq got a pass? Well, he had to, right? He you had to, right? <laughs> yeah, he had to, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think um. I think Zion would have made it. I, I want to see. Look, well, he weighed two eighty five. I want to see Zion. He got to get to like two sixty two. That's his. That's his. That's his weight. Yeah. Without, I mean, without, they, without losing that how concerned? How concerned do you think the Pelicans are? I mean, of course, you know they're going to show concern. He just had knee surgery. Yeah. You know? And without even playing a game yet. Yeah, without even playing had, a game. He's had three injuries like recently. Yeah, he hurt his thumb in the All American game, and then he hurt his knee when he bust through the shoe at the when he was in Duke, and then um I think when he get hurt in summer league too. Think, yeah, I mean they they stopped it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get something happens to him in summer league, and, and then it was like a contusion. But who know who knows what the real story is though? You know these teams don't release everything that's really going on, and they don't need to. Yeah, they don't need to. That's a fact. Yeah, they don't need to. They don't need to yeah. because it's, it's really they're protecting not the player business. too. They're protecting exactly. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Definitely. The only time I realized, like like yesterday, I think yesterday when um, well today, when they released, well they basically gave away Kawhi's medicals or whatever to the NBA. Let them know why they're doing all those low management things with them. So you know, just to like you know, prove a point. So nobody really knows what's going on with Kawhi. No, he's hurt. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. he he has some debilitating quad injury. That's 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 he he just got to take care of it. He's got to manage it right. No, you know? he was noticeably limping in the in the finals. And oh killing. man, he was. He yeah. was you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. his mental. Yo, that's what I'm saying. Like Kawhi, man. Like going back to him, he's just he's a beast like that because he was literally just. Injured, and he's a killer, man. Yeah, he is. He, he's yeah. a killer. He he's like a better offensive version of Ron. Yeah, so, I don't think he's a better defender than Ron because Ron used to shut lock guys down. Kawhi contains a lot of dudes, and um, he's a better team defender than Ron. But it, that Ron was just a better individual defender. 
You think so. you you think Ron should be in the Hall of Fame? I mean, that's a biased question. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. But he won't. Right. He won't. He won't get in because of the situation that he had. And but every but that's he, that's isn't that water under the bridge? I mean, yeah, it's water, it's water under the bridge. But it, it hurt him though a little bit. Yeah. I hope that would be cool if he gets to the Hall of Fame. That'd be that'd be awesome actually for him to get into the Hall of Fame. But I don't know. I I, I hope he does. But. I, th- I think he, I think he deserves it for his his perseverance and coming back from a situation like that. A lot of people would have been out the league, or if they got back into the league, and he won a championship know, after. Yeah, that and a lot of players that got into a situation when they came back to the league, they didn't play the same no more. They wasn't they wasn't playing at a high level. You know yeah, I mean, saying? Ron was Ron was at an MVP level at one point. Yeah, he came yeah. back and averaged and like when he got traded, he came back averaged twenty points or whatever. That's a crazy level to get to MVP MVP level in the NBA. I mean. He was on um, the year that he won Defensive Player of the Year. He was number six in MVP voting. Yeah, and he probably yeah. should have been higher. Yeah, I think yeah, I he... think so. They went sixty-two and twenty. You know, was that in Houston? No, that was Indiana. Well, I remember Houston. him. In, I mean, Houston. He was a beast too. Yeah, he, he was because was. was that his best offensive numbers that, when he was in Houston? No, Sacramento was okay. Okay. He yeah. was seventeen in Houston. He was averaging he was averaging um eighteen and twenty in Sacramento, Indiana. He was like sixteen and eighteen. Okay, or whatever in Indiana. Yeah, you know, he um, was. I mean, he was really like a team guy on offense. He he could average more if he wanted to. You know, he was he was definitely a team guy on offense. But you know, he was going through his his personal stuff, so he yeah, couldn't right. really put it all together like how you want how you would want it. Right. But he right, was getting right. better every year. He was in NBA. He was getting better. Yeah. Every year. For sure. For yeah. Sure. But you know, still gotta love the guy though. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. <laughs> you still got love a guy, but you know it's funny because you know as many times that like, we played, we, me and you played in college with each other. I've never played against you in the cities at all. No, we played together in street tournaments. Hold on, what other tournaments we played in together? Big, big dogs of Harlem. Big dogs, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, remember That's Jose? Crazy. Jose, Jose still talks about it. I seen Jose in Vegas. Oh, I know, I know what Jose is going to talk about. Yeah, yeah. I know. I don't even want to talk about it, man. We'll talk about the the the, the Daniel Artest story in another podcast or whatever like that. I want always I want my like with this podcast, what I want to do is I want to talk about, you know, of course, all the mainstream sports. Yeah, yeah. But I also want to talk about everybody else's rise to theirs. Like, so we're gonna have another one with you where you just, you know, we'll talk about like, you know, your beginnings and you know anytime, man. Anytime I'm here. I'm here. This is what I do. I I podcast, man. So we're this, you know, I, so you're like my podcast inspiration right now because I I, I watch I appreciate the podcast. that, man. I listened to a podcast with you. I forgot the dude's name, but I listened to a podcast with you on learning how to podcast and what to do. And I was like, all right, cool. You know what I mean? So I just took some bits that's and pieces. That's right. That's right. With Austin. With Austin. I think yeah, yeah, Austin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. I, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot to me. You know, that yeah, means no a problem, lot. Man. I, I just, I just want to, I be bored in the house sometimes. So I just feel like, let me just, you know, create something. Let me create you know, some content. You know what? Just be consistent. That's the biggest thing. Just be consistent. It could do great things for you, and you could do great things for people just sharing your knowledge. So yeah, definitely, definitely, that's, man. That's it's really that simple. Like how you say basketball is simple. This is this is simple. Like even if you don't have the greatest microphone, you know, and that stuff will come because like just doing it naturally, you're gonna want to get better. You're gonna want to eventually go to like maybe a studio and get the better stuff. But the just great conversations and being consistent is the biggest thing. You know, cool man. Yeah, yeah. thanks, man, for that, man. Anytime, well, anytime. Yo- Thank you for coming on the podcast. Anytime. I appreciate you, brother, man. We got to do this again. In the paint, in the paint with Danny Artest. We're out here. Listen to Combos yeah, Court, rate, review, subscribe, on your Apple Podcast app, or wherever you listen to Combos Court. There you go. It's, We're out here. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we out, man. Later, bro. Talk soon. All right. All right. <laughs> Peace.
Thank you for listening to Combo's Court. Big shouts to Danny for having me on his podcast, In the Paint. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button right on your Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to Combo's Court. Be on the lookout for episode 109. Combo out.